Hello, Loosers, and welcome back to the hockey edition of the Loose Change podcast, where we have a few guys giving their two cents on everything NHL hockey. And let's start it off with the big fucking news of the week. Ryan O'Reilly is a Leaf, and the Leafs may have broken the streak, broken the curse. It's February 21st, and I'm ready to say the Leafs are cup favorites. Stu, you saw the trade. How pumped were you for me when you saw that Leafs trade come through? I was uh, super psyched for you. I mean, I think it's just a good trade all around. <laughs> I don't know why you'd be upset about requiring Ryan O'Reilly. I knew an A-plus was a possibility, but I had no idea that you could get an A-plus plus. Well done, Dubas. Kai, Probably. you're a Vancouver friend. You tell me. Ryan O'Reilly trade for the Leafs. Was it a win or was it a loss? They acquired Ryan O'Reilly and Noel Achari. They gave up a first-round pick in 2023, a third-round pick in 2023, a second in 2024, and a fourth in 2025. Just picks for Ryan O'Reilly and Noel Achari. Is that a big dub for the Leafs or not? Oh, absolutely. But uh, I think you're out to lunch to say that they're cup favorites. Yeah, and I just wanted to get, you know how I am. I just wanted to get my little That's fair. Uh, you know, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're excited about in. it. I am pumped, uh, though. You're getting a little bit of a bounce back after your Eagles got screwed over. Okay, whoa, whoa, what the fuck is this? This is a hockey <laughs> podcast. Big <laughs> Leafs guy. My Eagles do suck. They, they're coming back for next year, though. But Frauds. for the Leafs, I'm actually excited. The one thing that pumped me up as Leafs fan the most is... I can actually care about their regular season now because the whole regular season, this entire podcast, I've been complaining. None of these Leafs games matter because they truly didn't to Leafs fans watching them play to the standings. They certainly didn't matter. But now the fact that we got this new blood Ryan O'Reilly into the lineup, Noel Charlie into the bottom six, like this team is different now and I'm actually giving a shit. I'm tuning in as a Leafs fan February 21st, I know these games don't matter in the standings, but I actually care. And that's the biggest dub for me. Braden, what do you think of the trade? Was it a big A++? You agree with me, right? I ended last week in the Cuties Only uh, episode of the pod. Yes, yeah, so you guys is... were invited for that, by yeah, the way. This is the Latinas Only episode of the pod. Um, okay. I ended last week saying that if you're acquiring Ryan O'Reilly, you better be careful what that acquisition cost was. Um, yeah, you were trying real light on Ryan O'Reilly last week. Well, there's a couple reasons. I looked at his numbers. I went, oh, his production's down. He's coming off injury, and it's going to be a high acquisition cost. Uh, rolling down that list, you actually look at it. O'Reilly is on regular, like, typically his standards for goals, 2025 goals he's on pace for. That's what he does. Okay, cool. So we're good there. Assists are down. But then you look at who he's playing with, the advanced stats. He's got no one to play with. His teammates aren't finishing, and he's getting the worst on-ice save percentage when he's there because his goalies are shit. Yeah, I do so, want to elaborate on that, Brian. Can you just clarify that? So why is he getting the worst line mates? Like, what what does that stat mean? It just means, well, it's not even that he's getting the worst line mates. It's that his line mates are getting lucky. They can't finish, right? So when you look at his assist totals, he's only got nine. The guys can't finish, right? They They can't put it into the end of the net. So he can score all he wants. He's scoring at his regular pace, but as far as passing, his assist numbers are down. Yeah, it's because his teammates can't finish. No shit. It's tough to get assists if you're the guy you're passing to who can't put in the back of the net. So you take him out of that situation, you put him onto a team like the Leafs. I'm willing to bet that the Leafs have a bit, couple better finishers uh, than the linemates he was playing with in St. Louis. Lastly, is plus minus. I think he was minus 24. 
Yeah, dude, he had Bennington. And if you look at the on-ice save percentage when he was on the ice compared to when the rest of the Blues were on ice, yeah, um, it was down. Essentially, he was just getting unlucky at both ends of the ice as far Straight as the rest unlucky. of the game. So, uh, I'm seeing that made me go, okay, like I'd be willing to pay a bit more than previous. And even then, looking at it, like you went through the uh, numbers there. This year's first, cool, who cares, who gives a shit, thrown into the sun. Uh, yeah. We should not be picking in the first round as far as Matthews is on the roster, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, second round pick is in what two years next year or two years the second round picks 2024 a third yeah. in 2023 and a fourth in 25 so who gives a shit like those are staggered those picks aren't helping you at the very earliest five years from now fuck it throw it into the sun uh you lose a little bit because you lost adam Goddard and he's pretty sick but other than that i mean who gives that's a, shit? a joke like, by the way hey the Hobie, you lost a, you lost a hobie baker award winner. that's the best player in college jimmy vc won it um, anyways no, Brian, like, anyways no, I think that you short up the uh, – I still think that I my preference, again, still would have been to go for the second-line winger over a third C. But they're playing Ryan O'Reilly on that second line, moving Tavares over to the wing. It We touched on it last week. That feels like a bit too slow of a line for me in the playoffs. Um, okay. But they're still – what's nice, and the A++ part out of this, right, is that they got Ryan O'Reilly at 25%. There's room to go play. Right, There's I didn't mention in that in the trade details. A big part of – why this trade is also such a win. They did all that, and they're only paying Ryan O'Reilly 25% of the salary. The Leafs now still have $3 million in cap space with Murray on LTIR. You got that. You got teams that could still, you know, who have a lot of cap space opening up. We'll get on them later, but the Canucks have like $12 million in cap space that you can funnel through them in retention. Yeah, stay so, on the... Yeah, no, I'm, staying on, I'm staying on that. It's just my point more so as being that I think this year you're going to see a lot of uh, deals similar to what we had just now with you know, uh, trades being routed through a third team for cap retention. I think we're going to see the same thing moving up here at the Leafs. They're going for another. I we know that they want a D. Uh, I don't know if it if it's going to be a big name. That might have been the biggest name that they go get, but I wouldn't be surprised to see a middle six winger and uh, another defenseman come to the Leafs. I think the Ryan O'Reilly thing after that happened, I couldn't believe how often and. I just kind of got told, like talked into it almost, that he was going to be 3C. That was never going to happen. He was always going to be in our top six. And I'm very happy that we've moved Tavares to the wing. I was tweeting about this on Loose Change earlier. I'm happy that Tavares is the winger. We've been talking about that on the podcast for about a year now, potentially moving Tavares there. Ryan O'Reilly is the best center on this team defensively. And the fact that we now have a right shot taking faceoffs, which we didn't have in our top three. It's another big part to the puzzle. I just love this. Is it O'Reilly a lefty? Uh, the right circle, sorry. The opposite of that. Um. Anyways, it's. I think that's a big part of it. But Achari's not, nothing to shake your stick at either, Kai. I don't really know how good he is, but I do remember that he was on the Bruins and they beat the Leafs two times in a row in 2018-2019. Is Achari something to... Uh, let's talk about Achari for a second, Kai. How big of an impact do you expect him to make on the Leafs? Yeah, I mean, he's looked great so far. Um, even if he's not going to blow the game wide open, solid of number 11, number 12 forward in the lineup. You always take it. Come, come playoff time, you're always going to have injuries. Guys like that are going to be important. Yeah, I can see him um, making a big playoff push. As you touched on, though, just with O'Reilly, just that versatility you're adding to the lineup is huge. Um, even if he's on the second line right now, like if things aren't going well, 
they'll definitely try to move into the cadre role. Guarantee it. Oh, oh, oh. Well, getting that. on the cadre role, like it felt like, like we know Dubas is a process and plan oriented guy, right? He has his plan. And he wants to stick with it. And it really felt like that plan when he first came was to have a big, strong three center depth, right? It was going to go Matthews, then Tavares, then Kadri. Now, the reason that Kadri got shipped out wasn't for cap or for this or that. It was because he kept getting suspended. And that kind of threw the plan a bit into the weeds, right? You can't stay on that plane of strong three to seed down the middle because we got to move this guy because he doesn't, he can't play in the playoffs. He keeps getting kicked out. So I wonder if this is a bit more of a we'll fuck around and we'll find out what's going on playing him on the second line with Tavares fuck at wing. And find out. Or okay. if they return to that original plan, right? Because we've, we've seen strong center depth wins championships. Strong D, strong C. He's strong cock is strong dick. You that's need just, both of those. You, you need that's both. The thing. Both Some ends. People only get one. You need you need it coming from both ends. Coming from both ends is that the title of the episode? You're really making me do this? No, this is Latinas only. But <laughs> anyways, I'm just so fucking pumped about this O'Reilly trade. I'm excited for the playoffs. I'm now excited to watch regular season games for the Leafs. I don't think they're done either, and I think this was an absolute. Home run swing by Dubas. All of cuties only for half hour. Me and Braden were just begging Dubas to go do something worthwhile. We're going through the options. There seem to be not many. And I think he took the best option out there for the Leafs. And I'm fucking excited. Let me see Vasilevsky steal a game seven away from the Leafs again this year. Can't wait for that to happen. But let's not talk about the Leafs anymore. Wild card race is actually getting into it. And I want to move over to Stewart's favorite team, the Pittsburgh Suckingtons. I mean, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Stewart, go ahead and explain to me why this team is going to end up missing the playoffs. You were talking about it a bit before the pod. Explain to me why. Uh, they I just they look. <laughs> terrible they'll they'll dominate or like play really well for the first two periods of the game and then just make the dumbest mistakes you've ever seen a hockey team make in the third period and give the lead away their defense just gives the puck away like tape to tape passes to the other team on breakouts their third line is unplayable brock mcginn hasn't gotten brock mcginn who hasn't gotten a point in 24 games jeff carter who i would rather just leave him scratched and play like Someone who can't skate because yeah, he's be bad, about the same. Bad. Thirty-eight he's bad, years bad. old and signed for another year. Whoa. Yeah, and then with a no move clause too. And then <laughs> Kasperi Kapanen is Kasperi Kapanen, the most frustrating player to watch. And then the fourth line sucks too. Uh, at least they sometimes forecheck, but basically when Crosby isn't on the ice, I don't really have confidence. In so you don't team. even like Malkin then? Depends on the shift. It goes shift to shift. Is this he the most shift to shift player in the NHL and has been forever though? It's Evgeny mm-hmm. Malkin, right? It even it feels, feels like, like he's Nico... always been that way. Brady yeah, giving it... me a look. Josh Anderson might have that title. Okay, he's up there too. Yeah, because he's right. either the best or the worst player in the league. Like there's depends no... if he's playing the Leafs or not. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like I, I like I, I feel so <laughs> I feel wrong for like being so upset about my team being one point out of a playoff spot with four games in hand, but like. Well, so if, the they make the, I think if, they, if they make the playoffs, they're getting destroyed in the first round. Any team in the East wants Pittsburgh in the wild card because then they're like, this is a free first round. 
That's all right. You think the Penguins are worse than all eight teams in the playoffs? They're worse than Bruins, Lightning, Tampa. They're worse. Yep. Or sorry, Leafs as well. They're worse than the Canes, Devils, Rangers. Yep. And you don't even think they're better than the wild card teams, being Islanders, Panthers. Well, they lost to the Islanders. They've lost all three games to the Islanders this season. They're definitely worse than the Islanders. I agree. And then yeah. outside of that, for the eighth spot, it's like Florida, Pittsburgh, Washington, Buffalo. Yeah, and like right they... now they're pretty bad out of those four. Like Hextall needed to make a move over a month ago this third line's been a problem the entire season and it's clear as day to everybody else apparently except for like management and i guess even sullivan to an extent because he keeps playing it although you can only use the like the hand you're dealt right like there's not a whole lot of options he has that's one thing i'm scared of eh, guys is that Mike Sullivan, who I think is one of the best coaches in the NHL, he could end up getting canned for what Stewart, I believe, is presenting is the GM or the management's problem. What yeah, can he no, really right, do with right, Jeff Carter? The wall for a while, right? Yeah. Like, it, it, it's so infuriating to, like, I loved the signings in the summer. Like, I wanted to keep going for it. But then you let your, like, your bottom six be so terrible for the entire season. Like you clearly made the point this summer that we're not done. We're going for it. And then you just let that drag your team down. Like Pittsburgh so hasn't pretty been pretty much given three. up on the season already. Until Hextall makes a trade, I'm checked out. If he doesn't make a trade, like I'm just watching hockey for fun now. Like I'm not like I'll cheer for the Penguins, but I'm not expecting anything from them. But even then, Stu, like I'm sorry to say this, buddy, but like this is Brian Burke and Ron Hextall. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you is. say like to waiting for a trade, like I'm buddy, gonna, gonna bring, be like, Branson or some shit. Like that's what that trade's gonna be. It's <laughs> it's gonna be JT Miller. Like that's what your 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 big savior is gonna be. It's gonna be JT Miller for like oh, uh, fucking Casperi Kapanen and uh Chad Rudwheel. They're gonna go get Chris Kunitz. He could at least him. accidentally put up points though, JT Miller. Like I don't trust yeah. that third line to do anything. <laughs> So we were talking about that in the offseason. Right, and I feel so a lot of us were firmly one on sec. it. I'm sorry, I gotta jump in here. The JT Go Miller disrespect is getting <laughs> he's a 75 point player on a down year. And we're talking about him bumping up the penguins. It's not a line. down year. This is what his average year <laughs> is. Honestly, Last 75 year. points is so is a lot of fucking points. That's seventy-five points. That's the Tavares average year. Ty, if, if that can we didn't deep. If we didn't see him yell "fuck" and slam his stick on the boards after every bad play, would any of us even like be in this conversation of hey, we need, need to trade Miller? It's just the guy, we fucking the guy hate cares. him, right? <laughs> the guy does hurt. care, but he seems like a douchebag. He does, and and when you watch his play and you see him being lackadaisical defensively, it's easier to hate him than it is someone that does that all the time too. Like William Nylander a couple years ago. Do you he think... looks like the 300 pound, like his defensive play looks like the 300 pound player, like at your local beer league. He used to be a wrestler in high school and he's six beers down, like trying not to puke when he's Just on the ice. Just say he plays like you. No, I'm nasty on the team, man. Are you kidding me? I block shots. I'm hustling 110% every shift out there. <laughs> I don't take my foot off the pedal. I believe that. You know, I like OJ Simpson in a white Bronco. That foot is down to the fucking pedal. I can't stop. You can't stop the juice. Is that why you crashed into me that one time and then the other team scored? Yep. Because you can't stop. Can't stop the juice. Shout out OJ Simpson. (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah. So 
anyways, the Penguins, do you think that we they should have rebuilt at this point? Like, no. going into next year, do we do this all again? Yes. Yeah. Because you never rebuild with Crosby. You're That's not going like, to trade Crosby. Right. And you're not going to be shitty with Crosby. So. Yeah. Maybe like his last year, they'll do like what they did with Lemieux. Or they'll miss the playoffs and then win the Bedard sweepstakes or something. That's it'll be one or the other. We say it jokingly, but really, maybe you go get JT Miller Absolutely. just because he's a guy who can mm-hmm. like I obviously like Kyle and I are gonna say that yeah, because like we want to get out of the fucking contract, but like really, maybe you just go fucking do that as another weapon to get you over the top and we get were you talking about it all. You can trade for someone that's better without that contract. Yeah, it's just like trade that's for not Timo option, Meyer. Right? Yeah. There you go. I wish. But honestly, with what Stewart's pointed out, I don't even know if that's going to fix it. Like, I feel as though this team can't just add Timo Meyer and, oh, yeah, we're going to go beat the Rangers, Devils, or Hurricanes in a playoff series. That's, I don't believe it right now. But there you go. You They can't try from, um, as I'm just thinking about it, you say that guy, maybe they could get something out there, but like with what? They don't have many assets. They don't have a lot of prospects. They don't have a lot of picks, and they don't have a lot of players that you can move on the team. They have an average amount of picks. They have every single pick except a fourth round this year. Okay. Yeah, but Meyer will be like, for example, Meyer yeah. is going to cost way more than what Pittsburgh can. Apparently, Meyer's for. only getting the asking price is two firsts, a prospect, and a young player. What? But who's the young player that, the, like, let's say, okay, so the Penguins. And say that's two where firsts. the haggling is, right? Is how good yeah. this prospect's going to be. That's why and Meyer has the prospect. Who's the young player that the Penguins could send? Like, I'm, I know I'm like our like, prospect no guy. I, I, Stu, who's their number one prospect? Do you know? Uh, probably uh, number one prospects probably the guy they dropped in the first round last year. What's his name? Owen Pickering. I think Pickering's pretty is. nasty. Actually, Pickering's a pretty like, nice player. I would like him. Yeah, like he's that. he's definitely a good piece. Like I think they picked him at nineteen overall. And other than that, it's like Sam Poulin, who they haven't let play in the NHL yet because they just don't think he's ready. But at this point, I don't know why they aren't playing just at least some younger guys to see yeah. what they have. Because their line's terrible anyways. I don't, I'm don't. i so bad about Ty Smith being traded for John Marino and then they just not playing him. Terrible. Is he still <laughs> not getting in the lineup either? He was in the lineup and he played like pretty good while a lot of defense were hurt. And then they all got healthy again. They're like, all right, fuck off. Back to the AHL. Because we have no money. What about uh, Philip Hollander? Yeah. Like he's yeah. one of the he's definitely like okay. a top three prospect the Penguins have. Well, is he playing or no? Like NHL games yet or no? <laughs> no, hasn't yeah. touched. He played one and then got injured in it, and then he hasn't seen it since. Yeah, so I don't fucking know. Maybe yeah, like this might if, be fucked. If Pick if Pittsburgh can figure out how to get Meyer, I think they have to do it ten times out of ten because he's still an RFA. Like it's not yeah. even like technically a yeah. like a rental. It's not a real rental. Like you get you have wow. his rights after this. But season. then you don't have money though, right? You got to move out so much money because that ten million QL. So yeah. trade him. I th- I don't see why we haven't yeah, talked about to... this. Why are you we could... discussing this option? A team could just go out, trade. Let's say um, three picks. We trade three picks and a prospect. What if we just went use that and then traded Meyer again for a pick? Then you, you only trade two, two picks, picks on him. a prospect, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, and it uh, it I don't know. It's, it's interesting. To it, think it's about interesting. It's a maybe, right? You could. It's just teams don't like. I don't know. Some teams don't like doing that for whatever reason. Teams and are, then you're they're, they're not creative. Trade or, yeah. You know what is creative though, and crazy that I saw this report. St. Louis, the Blues are in on Meyer. 
This team goes and sells Tarasenko, which made sense. I feel as though everyone noticed he wasn't resigning and he was going no matter what. That didn't, to me, dignify that they're rebuilding. But the Ryan O'Reilly trade certainly did to me. I was like, okay, they, here we go. We have three firsts. We're loading up. And now all of a sudden, apparently, they're interested in Meyer, who, to Stewart's point, is under uh, contract rights after this year. If you go trade two of those three firsts along with some other stuff, you could go get Timo Meyer. And now mm-hmm. with T- Kairou, with Thomas, yeah. with Buchnev, like this move. team is all of a sudden retooling, not rebuilding. I think that'd yeah. be very interesting. This and I'd team love to see it. Is trending towards big time tank. Like you as think? a Cubs fan, I'm worried that St. Louis is like an outtake. I think just for this year, but I don't think like that's I wanted to talk about them today even before we saw the Meyer news just because I was like, where do they go? Because I don't feel like they're bad enough to go full rebuild. No, it felt like they've got enough, enough players. They're only right? eight like points said, out of a playoff spot right now. Those players you mentioned, like those aren't bad. Play- like those are all really good players, right? To me, you have this bad year, you get a good pick. And there's, you know, like you said, if you make that move, but they're, Meyer, they're talking about like still trading like Pareko and stuff. That's yeah, what I don't that. get. I wanted to get into that because like their D they're tanking this year for sure. They need to fix the D. I don't understand how looking at this D corpse going, we need to get younger and better. Let's trade Colton Pareko. I don't understand where the thinking there comes from. Right. I'd rather go trade Tory Krug or yeah. Justin Falk. Justin Falk. Who you can move both those players. Yeah. Might be tough because like, I mean, those guys have like term and they're older, but you those are well-established names that a lot of teams would be happy to have. Pareko, you're going to get a lot back for, but that's definitely more of a rebuild move than it is a retool. It's cool that they're getting interesting, though. Like, the fact that they have three picks and all of a sudden, hey, we're mid-tank, might get Dart. Also, we might get Timo Meyer in the meantime. That's cool. I hope they do. But Meyer has been rumored to New Jersey for the longest time, which means he won't go to New Jersey. I'm excited <laughs> to see how it goes. I think he um, goes Canes. Just anywhere. I'm okay with Canes, as, as long as it's not Tampa or Boston. I think it's cool. Canes. That'd be Canes would be so nasty. Do they oh. go to favorites if they get Timo Meyer? Like to be completely honest. I mean, yeah. there are well, there are the yeah. So. They are the yeah. second favorite behind the Bruins. So, yeah, maybe with Meyer they become the favorite. That's so wild that um. But- Timo Myers making a ten million <laughs> offer next year. It's so great weird how that happened. Agent, man. Great. You know what's weird to me? As good as the Canes have been, this this one fucked me up the other day. Okay, so the Canes have been like arguably second. We can say second best team in the league, right? Yeah, thirty-seven, ten, and eight. Yes. Okay. Without looking, who is their leading goal scorer? Or sorry, leading Svechnikov maybe. Point score. It's not Svechnikov. It's it's not Aho. Just throw names, okay? So Spechnikov, Aho. Uh, Who else do they have? Oh, wait. Is it is it Martin? Is it Nietzsche? Is it, it is Martin? Marty Nietzsche. It is Marty Nietzsche. How many points does Marty Nietzsche, their leading point score, have? Like they played 50, 55 games, so I'm going to say 49. 55. 51. He's not even... Their leading goal, point score isn't even at a point per game. Like, that blew my mind that they're doing this well, and they don't have this... Really, they don't have that superstar. And doesn't that sum up the the Hurricanes over the last five years, really? They've been good, and they've really rarely had a superstar. Their superstar is Sebastian Ajo, who's absolutely not a top 10 center in the league. Sorry, he's at a point per game. Ajo is at point per game. He's at 48 and 48 exactly. 
Yeah. Hasn't Sveshnikov like not scored since like January? Like he's been cold. January? He's nineteen. He did goal. score today. So did he score today? Okay. Yeah. So he's up to twenty. He hit twenty then today. Like to not score since January and stuff. Twenty goals in the NHL is pretty fucking impressive. That's like, pretty good. Still pretty good. <laughs> he's, yeah, I don't know. I'm, it's just he's I always forget how young he is because he's been in the league forever. The guy was born in two thousand. <laughs> what he has 340 nhl games was born in 2000 crazy but that's a uh, main point i guess main takeaway there is that's a team that's doing it by committee by system play man like it's it's impressive yeah admire to that and watch out shame that patch is not there but is there anything you guys want to say connects wise this is your Canucks corner. You touched on Miller a little Let's bit. Let's go. Let's give this a little uncle's touch, Kai. Um, Yeah, no, you get the chance to move on JT Miller. You move on JT Miller. I don't give a shit, right? Room, like, I, so apparently, like, loose change listeners, there are rumors that all of a sudden JT Miller is movable again. Yeah, like, are you but, saying for anything, Brayden? Like, are you saying like... Yeah, to me, it's... So you have to... Here's the issue with it, right? Is you have to get over the fucking two things what you could have got and what sunk in the sunk cost fallacy, right? As far as what you could have got, it uh, to reiterate, right? It was the Rangers first round pick, Philip Heedle and Nils Longfist. They should have taken that deal and ran with it. They thought they could get better at the time. I, you know, we talked shit, but Kai and I both thought that you could get better at the time. It is what it is. You got to move past that and just deal with that's not what you're going to get now. Move past. Second thing is, yeah, like it, it's about the cap space to get out of it, right? Like eight million, eight more years. His no move comes in next year. To me, Mo is the type of guy who's waiting for that trade request to come once he has control over where he can go. Fuck Let me that. add on to Stuart's question then. So, like one third round pick, done, done deal. Yeah, and like I, I think I, I honestly got because Kai I was saying that Miller was getting disrespected, and I kind of want to hear that side of the story. Kai, are you on board with Braden? Would you trade Miller straight up for a third to get out of that contract? Yes, because I do think he's getting disrespected. But at the same time, in today's world, uh, Cap is the most valuable asset. Cap is king. Yeah. Cap's he put up 99, like he put up 99 and points. He put up 99 points. Okay. Obviously, we all knew that this was coming the second he signed the contract. We knew that we were going to lose Bo, and that's it is what it is. That's right. Uh, it's, it is kind of funny that a year later we're still talking about JT Miller trade. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's what I'm saying. I I just don't see it. Happening. Since the conception of this podcast, we've talked about there's it just better options available without taking on that huge risk. But yeah, then again, I don't see why anyone would do it. Why wouldn't you? Like like we just talked about with the Penguins, you need somebody who's good. You don't have a lot of capital, dude. If you could spend a second round pick, a first round pick, even for JT Miller, fuck it. Yeah, to your point, oh, from Brady, the Penguins, if it, if it means, right? Like, if it's there's for teams legit like that that nothing, them, the Capitals, right? To be honest, Ovi and Crosby, those teams that are kind of waiting and need a bit of a fucking jump shot, do it. And one thing I did want to bring up, I wrote, I was reading today in an uh, article on the Athletic there from our boy, the Harmon Dial. Um, he pointed out that if you look at Rutherford's track record, he's pretty quick to rectify any like errors that he makes, right? So mm-hmm. Mike Johnson, he hired. Uh, in 2015, he fired him after less than a season and a half. That's pretty fast to move on from a coach. Um, Eric and Branson, he traded for, moved him after 30 games. That's all that could Branson played under Rutherford. About 28 uh, too much. Yeah. David Perron spent a first round pick to acquire him in 2015. Uh, just about a year later, he traded him for Carl Hagelin. 
Uh, Ryan Reeves got him in 2017 after one season, got rid of him. So, like, this is a guy who he recognizes when he fucked up pretty damn quick. Yeah, but uh, that's 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 a lot less money it is. like going around. Like, for sure. I, I don't think, like, I, Rutherford definitely is straight to go for it, but without JT Miller playing a game on his contract yet, I don't know if a GM wants to admit that the contract was, like, he won't give away Miller for nothing. Like, yeah. it'll have to be like good value in Rutherford's eyes. Like he can't just be like, which is, which is what the I, reports are like, yeah, he can't be like, I fucked this, fucked this up. And then like, I'll take a second for JT Miller just to get out of this. But like, it'll can. have to be a third plus. You, but you sh- can, right. You, yeah. you can, you can just say, yeah, you know what? We felt that with uh, mm-hmm. the, the new direction of our team post Horvat trade, uh, that cap space is going to become a more valuable asset. And that this trade offered us that. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks, dude. That's yeah, it just doesn't typically happen in the NHL, though. As no. much as it should. It should happen way more often than it does. But I don't know. I think you're going to see, like, there's a report to Tom, Tom Dundon, the uh, owner of the Canes, just did an interview. He said, we're getting really aggressive. Dude, if you miss out on Meyer, we know they had interest in him before. I, I don't know, dude, but. Yeah. Well, that I guess that wraps up for Canucks Corner, eh? And yeah. we do not have brains love corner going so i think we should just wrap the pod on a joke i want to talk oh hawks or no oh i forgot okay yeah so pre podcast tale we were talking about the blackhawks rebuild a little bit because we saw that taves has long covid he's out so he's not getting traded no assets can't move there the cane injury bug rumor has been going around feels though he's starting to put in that dress scoring five goals in his last two games but still it led us to believe hey these blackhawks why are they rebuilding what happened to them like didn't didn't they used to be cup champions we remembered how bad the seth jones trade and then Braden, you went down a deep dive going through all it. the traits for the yeah blackhawks i was lately. hanging out with the boys on the weekend having a couple beers and you know there's nothing the boys like to do more than talk old hockey names over a couple beers. So I love just throwing out trades. old names. It's like, yo, you guys remember Kyle Wellwood? Yeah, I was going over yes. this with... Our, I have a Kyle Wellwood jersey in my closet. I was Who going doesn't? over this with uh, our, our new co-partner with Everything Hockey. Go buy their shit. Use code loose change, 12% off. 12? Yeah. Anyhow. That's not a very good discount. 23% off. Make it Jacob's 80. Jacob's just going to have to deal with these numbers. Anyhow, so we all know that the dominoes started to fall with the first trade, Artemi Panarin. And not only did they lose this trade for losing Artemi Panarin, they traded away Tyler Mott. So they traded Panarin and Mott for Brandon Sod. <laughs> Brandon Sod. Dude, Mott for Sod one for one's a lose. And you trade Panarin as well? Like, you're yeah. fucked. But so for, I thought it started for like reference. before that. Uh, it was like the first big one, right? They traded Sod, and then like they did a ring him a roll. Like, I don't like think Sharp and stuff before that. He was because... still there on that team. And no, you don't know what fucked him over? The cap. They had to trade all with all their good players away. That's a shit. No, that is the terrible argument. Patrick you got to deal with the cap. Pat... Sod, they had to trade originally. Uh, Bufflin. They had to trade all those like good depth guys. No, trade better, do better yeah. then. Because the next, look what they Tampa after... did though. Like you know, okay. look what Tampa yeah. won a bunch of cups, and they lost Kalorn, they lost Palat, they lost all these players each year. They, they lost lose Miller, Kalorn. not Kalorn. Um, who's the other one? Sorelli. Yeah, Sorelli. Sorelli? 
We're focusing. Ooh, also still on the team. Yeah, we're focusing here on who they lost. So let's start off there. They lost Panarin and Mott. After that, oh, they lose Tevu Teravine. And remember how good he was on the Hawks for a second and a third. Oof, not ideal, not ideal at all. After that, we keep going. Oh, they trade a first round pick. So uh, they they move a first and their third to move up three spots in the draft. Or sorry, to move back three spots in the draft. So with that first round pick, they end up taking Henry Yokiario, who's a good player. They traded him for nothing away for uh, Alex Nylander there. That pick that they moved. Sorry, why did they trade a first and a third to move back? <laughs> sorry, they traded a first to move back, and then they got a third round pick as compensation. Uh, so the third round pick never made it. They ended up taking Henry Yoki, are you? That first round pick that they could have taken is Jake Ettinger, superstar goaltender for the Dallas Stars. Um, so, so far we've lost Panarin, Tara Vinen, and potentially Jake Ettinger. Oh, uh, that's, that's not good. No, uh, we also have them taking Dylan Strom, third overall back in 2015, then trading him for Nick Schmaltz. Yikes. Great. But they also traded, right? Yes. They also have traded back, or yeah, like it's. I, I, I just okay. Don't what's the Seth Jones? How bad was the Seth Jones trade? Well, we're not there yet because remember they also traded a fourth round pick away back in 2014, which became Igor Shosturkin, another franchise mm-hmm. goaltender. Yeah, it's a fourth round trade, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's tough to. I agree there. It's tough to give them shit for that. The worst it still hurts one, to look at. Which is going to become the worst trade at. in NHL history. Is Seth Jones to the Columbus Blue Bet Jackets for Adam Boakvist. Very talented defenseman. Cole Sillinger. Very talented. Really sentiment. good. Really and good. David Yerichek, who projects to be like he's uh, gonna be like so Victor good. Hedman. Yes. Victor Hedman level. He's the best player outside the NHL right now. Best you defensive gave him two prospect. top four defensemen and a second line center for Seth fucking Jones, dude. Who is now making Nine million a year, eating Brutal. up all your cap, sucking cock at the same time. No, that's wild. Like you can make a legitimate argument that both those defensemen that they traded away are going to be better than Seth Jones. Then you yes. got Doc yes. and Debrink. Yeah, no, for real. And then you got Doc and Debrinket moving out as well. Oh, the, like yeah, Debrinket. Let's trade him for a first, a second, and a third. That will turn into not Debrinket. I agree. Honest to God, I agree with the Debrinket mindset and trading him because by the time that you're good again, he's going to be outside your window. He I was, don't have a he's an RFA the way he's in his mid twenties. He was gonna be 28, 29 by the time you're competitive again. So is Prime? And yeah, like almost. So, so ideal almost. Yeah, and then you're gonna be on a completely like huge contract for him. Fuck it. Like I agree. They they did get Kevin Korchinski out of that deal, who should be a top pairing defenseman. So I don't want to poo-poo too much on that. Like they did get a good player. I'm ready to poo-poo it. But the point is you could have had a team that composed of Doc, Debrinkat. Uh, Jiracek, Cole Sillinger, Tevu Taravine, and uh, Jake Enger, Artemi Panarin, Tyler Mont, uh, and you would have had Patrick Kane and Taves and hand Patrick the team Kane over to those Taves. guys. And even then, if you need the cap, fuck it, move those guys. They're getting old. It's a new team. And well, instead, why did, uh, why did you think Doc didn't work out? With them? I think it was the same thing as Debrinka, where they I were think just they like, gave up on him too quick. Clean slate. Yeah, they gave but up. Debrinka was good. On the he line. was really good. Dude, really Doc good. was always Doc, Doc was just never really hit it. He was young, right? Again, this comes back to giving up way too early on young players. Yeah, he's turned it on now, right? On the Canadians, or at least he had a good couple of weeks. Yeah, no, I he's going to be he's, he's going to be a fifty point player this year, like fifty five points. Pretty good, right? That's, like I think that's really good. We forget this guy was born in two thousand one. Like he's twenty two. 
he the fact that he's playing NHL hockey and being good at 22 is should be impressive enough. Not everyone's Matthews McDavid. Now, is there something to be said for just moving out everybody and being this is a new team, new culture, we're building it from the ground up? Yeah. Right. Like at the end of the day, if you want it to be the czar, could have done that with your check and could have done that with. Yeah. Now they got Frank Nazar without Seth Jones from the pick there for doc. So like Frank Nazar is a good player. I don't know if he's going to be doc level, but pretty damn close. So there's no room for me, but it's just when you really sit back and look at it, it's like, holy fuck, they could have transitioned seamlessly to a new era of cup contenders if they had just stand if stood pat and not tried to rebuild the, uh, the cup winning teams. And on that note, just kidding. We've got one more segment. No. Tyler lied. God damn it. Fuck We're not it. doing it. Who gives a fuck about your beer league? This is the return you've all been waiting for. It's been anticipated. It's been requested. What is it? My DMs have blown up saying, Braden, please. Bring back your special little corner. Bring back your playtime corner. Playtime okay. Corner? I hear you. I hear you in my DMs. Braden's love corner is officially back. Oh! Oh, let's go. Uh, so, yeah, back on the mark. Unfortunately, things didn't work out. Um, happens to the best of us. It, it happens. Fantastic person. Um, just wasn't meant to be, which is unfortunate. But um, like I said, no, no regrets. I think she's a great person. And like, uh, that's all we'll we'll discuss there. But getting into this week first, you know, took some time off just to re gather myself as one must do and then this first weekend was the first one i was like okay like let's get back out there and like let's see what's going on so i had some of the boys over and then decided to go hit the bar and you know when you're 25 you go out to the bar and then you're like oh fuck i'm too old to be out at the bar and i don't know anyone here and everyone's young and i'm an old man here now no yeah (laughs) it happens it happened to me i didn't know anybody and it hurt. I was like, fuck me. I don't know anybody. I used to know everybody here. I used to be a rock star. And I'm the old man trying to rekindle his youth. But goddamn it, eventually, if some per- lady I knew didn't eventually show up, and not just on her own, but she brought like 20 friends. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, let's go. Like, people I can talk to. Like, get back and get the tongue moving again as it once was. Lay it on thick. So pick out the lady that I go, she's cute. I'm going to hit on that lady tonight. I'm going to talk to this woman. I'm going to see how it goes. And boys, what's your name? What's your son? I didn't lose a single fucking beat. I'm back out there. I'm spitting. Oh, no. no, I'm doing great. And here's here's where I'm gonna bitch a little bit. But I was doing great. I know I was doing great because, like, you know, when you're talking with a lady and you're both drunk, so you're getting way too flirty, like physically. And just in that, like, you're talking and you're like maybe an inch away from each other, like face wise. Stuart knows what you're talking. It's about. like just shut up and make out already. It's like that. I did not kiss the lady, but we were like that close, and like she's laughing at me, she's touching me, and she goes, "You're really funny." I'm like, "Oh," in my back pocket. Now this is easy. This is a walk in the park. So I get her number. I get her. She gives me her snap. I'm like, "No, like, come on, now we're not eight. Give me your number." So she gives me her number. <laughs> um. And then uh, she's like, oh, okay, like, I got to go. I go, what? You're going already? I'm not ready to go back to mine yet. What are you talking about? Ha-ha. And she goes, no, my my friend's picking me up. And I go, oh, your friend? And then she starts laughing, and she goes, no. And I'm like, are you kidding me? She goes, yeah, like, I'm going there. I'm like, fuck that. And she's like, no, I have to. I told him I would. So I'm like, okay, kind of weird that you're hitting on me when you had a dick appointment after this. But I said to her, I'm like, yeah. why? I say, why are you doing that? 
She goes, oh, like, I like him. I'm like, you can't like him that much. You gave me your number and your snap. Like, it can't be that fucking serious. Um, unfortunately, oh, she was gone and whatever. That's just the way she goes. Some nights, boys, you got to deal with it. You got to appreciate it for what it was, which is an opportunity to uh, get back out there and meet people. Did I text her the next day? Yes. Did a long conversation occur? No. Maybe two text messages. That was it. But we're back on our feet. We're back looking for love. So fucking pumped that love corner. And most back. importantly, the listeners are back for Brazen no. Sub Corner. Oh hell yeah. It's just here's the issue. I'm not a young man anymore. Mm. I it physically you got a hurts nice to full time job. I have yeah, a full time yeah. job, not just that. It hurts to drink now, dude. I'm going out and like even just from like a year ago. Like it it like when I was last single, like maybe it's because I was drinking more. I don't know. Out but of like, the prime. Dude, it hurts. It hurt. Like I'm like I didn't have that much last night, and I'm fucking hurting the next day. Wow. So I don't know how I'm gonna like. I don't know. I guess I'm gonna have to get alcohol poisoning for fucking brain's love corner. Ladies, 